Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. I like your mountain shirt. It's appropriate. Oh, yes. <laughs> continuing our study on women of the bible this week so this week we're going to be talking about the woman with the issue of blood um her story is found three different times in in our bibles it's found in matthew chapter 9 verse 20 through 22 mark chapter 5 25 through 34 and luke chapter 8 43 through 48 um since mark was the longest and it kind of had the most details in it. I'm going to ask you to read that passage. Okay. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done the thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So there's so many things that we can unpack from this story. But what really stood out to me was her faith. And, you know, that's what stood out to Jesus, too. Um, so what I kind of want to focus on right now is faith and defining faith. So I think Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, does a fantastic job of defining faith um, because it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen so it's it's really just belief you know we call it a blind faith when that's something that you can't see um but it it proves faith proves that things exist like it talks about the evidence of things not seen um, and also faith, faith is, is how we walk in our, in our Christian journey in second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven, it says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So even though we can't see Jesus or see God, um, or heaven or any of those things that we, that we hope for or believe in, um, we we can believe in them by the evidence that that we see. You know, we can feel God working in us and feel Him in our in our lives. 
another thing is how do how do we get faith? Um, Romans chapter ten verse seventeen says, "So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of God." So that tells us that you know the Bible is how how we grow our faith. You know, learning more about Him so that we can believe more because we see more of the evidence. I think faith for me is like letting go of control mm -hmm. um, because so many times I know I like to control, you know, a lot that's going on in my life. Like I, I don't like surprises, you know, <laughs> like I tell Jason all the time, like, don't know, you don't have to surprise me. Just tell me what we're doing. Like I like to know, you know, the planner, that kind of stuff. So, um, but I think, you know, when it comes um, to your spiritual life, you know, and physical too, um, you know, um, you know, just letting go of the control of the things that are happening to you and, you know, not just sitting back and waiting on it, on things to happen, but, you know, not trying to do it all by yourself. Um, but having that faith that God will help you get through the things that you're facing. And the next thing about faith is why should we have it? You know, why is it important? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, without faith, is it, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes in him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So we know that if we don't have faith, then we're not Christians. You know, that's the basis of Christianity is believing in God and seeking him and obeying his word. Uh, and then in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, it says, Truly I tell you that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. That always, you know, back in Sunday school class, I remember doing those faith uh, lessons where, you have a little piece of paper and it has a little tiny mustard seed on it and you would take it home and I usually lost mine before I made it to the car, but um, you know, you, you would take that home and be like, you know, if you could just have this much faith, you know, you can move a mountain. And I always took that really literal, honestly, until this week. I never really thought about it much in the, in the hypothetical sense. I don't know why. Um, but I just thought like, but you don't hear much on the news today of like, oh, we have an update. Mount Everest is now located in Alabama because Ava had faith and she moved the mountain to Alabama in her backyard so she could see it all the time. You know, it doesn't mean like you can physically move a mountain. It might. I mean, God can do anything. So if God wants to move it to my backyard, that'd be cool. But um, it's uh, to me, in my maturity, I have learned that it's talking about those spiritual mountains, you know, those big obstacles that we have to overcome, those things that really test our faith. Um, and definitely this, this woman of blood definitely had a mountain to overcome. I mean, 12 years of bleeding <laughs> sounds really severe. Um, one of the ladies that I went to, I want to say it was Carol Medley. That did our ladies day. But mm -hmm. she was talking about this um, story in her lesson. And um, she was talking about the Jewish customs when it came to women bleeding. 
and they were considered unclean during their menstrual cycles. So for that purpose, they are not to be touched by any person. So if you just think of 12 years of your life, no one touching you, no high five, much like the coronavirus right now, you know, imagine 12 years of this, yeah. people socially distancing from you for 12 years of your life. Like that, just think how lonely you must, she must have been. I can't even imagine. But she she comes to Jesus and she's healed through her faith. So since Avis talked about, you know, how you know how we get faith and what faith kind of is, I wanna talk about what kind of stops or halts our faith sometimes. Um, you know, do we feel unworthy? You know, this woman with her condition, she felt does she feel unworthy to approach Jesus, you know, face to face? Because it says she came from behind and just touched like the hem or the fringe of his garment. Um, she didn't like everybody else is you know crowding around him, wanting to like talk to him and you know stuff. And she's just like, if I can just speak from behind, that's all I need. Um, you know, I think sometimes we get this stigma, or people think that we that the church or Christians feel this way is that you have to have your whole life together. You know, you're like. You get to be sin free and then you can come to Jesus. And we, you know, people think that, and I don't know that we think that necessarily inside the church, but people think that we think that. Mm -hmm. And when really it's, you know, the other way around, Jesus is the physician. He's the one who does the healing. Um, we are the ones, we have to reach out to him like she did in the story, um, but he's the one that's gonna give us the healing and help us get through our sins and our hard times. Um, you know, Jesus, when he was here on earth, he didn't eat with, the religious leaders at the time who were the ones who were giving off the impression that they were perfect and sin free. He was, Jesus was out there eating with the sinners and the people that the, the religious leaders at the time thought were just despicable, you know, and, but that's who Jesus was with because those are the people who needed the healing that him as a physician. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, sometimes we don't understand that the smallest amount of faith can have big results. Like Ava was talking about the mustard seed um, you know, the woman, she just believed all she needed was just the hem or the fringe of Jesus' coat. That's all she needed to be healed. Um, which that made me think of the story in Mark chapter nine, just a few chapters over from this. Um, a man comes to Jesus and his son's possessed by a demon and he's asking Jesus to, you know, help his son because he's been possessed by this demons for years, you know, and it's just like almost killing the the little boy and uh, the father said in verse 22 the father says to Jesus if you can do anything you know and Jesus replies you know it's like if I can do anything all things are possible if you believe and the father replies I believe help my unbelief mm -hmm. and that very especially like very recently I mean it's just really stuck out to me I think I heard it in lessons some like recently and um it's actually I've like incorporated in my prayers a lot lately I found just like I know I have faith that I just need help with that other part. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I feel like the father, he was admitting that his faith was not perfect. It's far from perfect. He knew that. Um, and if it wasn't that small amount that he had, it wasn't enough to heal his son. He was asking Jesus to help fill in where he lacked is what I feel like he was mm -hmm. saying. Of course, it, Jesus healed the son for him. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just that small amount of faith, like is what healed the son. Yeah, sure. Uh, my final point is sometimes we don't see the immediate blessings we're seeking and we turn 
to the world for to try to find the results. And um, the woman actually in the story kind of did the opposite of this. She had been in the world, right? And nothing worked. Right. And so she came to Jesus and, you know, she'd been hearing about all these great things that he'd been doing. And so she's quite following this crowd to where he is. And, um, you know, she didn't, she could have gone with the attitude of, well, I've been to all these doctors and nothing's worked. So, you know, this guy, they say he's healing people. I guess I'll see if it works, but you know, it doesn't say that. It says she went in with the attitude of, you know, I don't have to even see him face to face. Like I mentioned earlier, I don't have to be in front of him for him to heal me. I mean, I just need the backup. I'll just need just one little part. So she had the, the faith that this is going to work, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of like the Israelites, you know, they, um, when I think of faith, like they had it at first, you know, they believed in God and they were, it seemed like they were all pumped up, you know, ready to, to follow mm -hmm. God and then um, things wouldn't go their way, you know, um, and they would start complaining and then they started turning to the world and started worshiping, you know, the other gods and, um, you know, God would always remind them, you know, they'd have, you know, they'd have to get them back on track, you know, you're supposed to believe in God, he'd put, you know, punish them in the same way mm -hmm. um, and they'd finally get back on track, but it was just a, you know, continuous, time, yeah, thing. continuous thing that they kept doing. Um, and, you know, sometimes we do that when we um, face those mountains, you know, we, we think, okay, I'm gonna, I believe in God. And then a mountain comes and we're like, oh man, you know, this is hard. This is a hard mountain to mm -hmm. climb. And we start complaining and then we start looking, you know, some, sometimes we start looking in other directions to try to, to help us get, you know, um, over that mountain when, you know, ultimately God is the only one, you know, if we just give it over to him and let him, you know, help us through that, you know, mm -hmm. um, We'll, we'll get through it a whole lot better. Yeah. That's kind of the direction I took from it. You have to remind yourself too that God's not going to give you anything that you can't handle. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, he didn't promise that it's going to be easy, but you know, you can handle it. And I recently <laughs> reminded myself of that mm -hmm. because, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed by things that you worry about in this world mm -hmm. and not even necessarily like things that you shouldn't or like that you shouldn't think of you know it's just easy to get obsessed with things that don't necessarily help you get to heaven they may not hurt you right. but they won't help yeah okay yeah so do you have anything else on the story it was so much to unpack like I could probably spend like 15 hours going over every verse about how great it is but um for the sake of time we'll just continue about faith but do you have anything else on this well we hope that y'all have a great week and you can see the extended version or hear the extended version um on our podcast and Always remember to be kind, be humble, and keep the faith. Bye. Bye.